Hello, sisters. Today is going to be a part one of a part two series of my testimony of how I overcame and am still overcoming gluttony and the love and pleasure that food has always brought me. I found myself overweight after COVID and feeling completely defeated, thinking I could not lose this weight again. Part one will give you much of my testimony, and part two will give you three ways in which I have found victory in this very long battle with overeating and weight loss. God bless you. Hey family, welcome to God's Word, Transforming Lives. Are you ready to dive deeper into your walk with Christ? Do you desire to learn His Word with a greater understanding that applies to your daily living? Do you feel like you're in a vicious cycle of victory and defeat? My name is Amy, and friend, I was so frustrated with my faith walk for decades. No matter what I did, I could not escape the symptoms that trauma from my childhood left me with. Not only that, I didn't seem to experience any victory that I read about in the Word of God. And even worse, I couldn't see it or experience it in my church life either. It all left me feeling even more confused and more empty. I knew Christ was the way and the truth and the life, and I knew His Word was the answer. So finally one day, I got fed up with living in defeat, and I became determined to find the Jesus of Scripture. I discovered true faith in Christ and had to unlearn much of what I had been taught. With God's Word and His Spirit, I have been free from anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and suicidal thoughts for almost 15 years, and I have learned a tool set to overcome my past trauma and losses. God's Word has transformed my life. If you are ready for truth and transformation, then hop into the slow cooker with me and let's marinate together in God's Word. Did you know I have a free sisterhood community of women just like you? Women who love Jesus and they love one another. They too are looking for that deeper walk with Christ and they love learning his word. If you pause right now and click the link below in the show notes, it'll take you right to the Facebook group. We look forward to getting to know you. Hi, sisters. Today I'm going to talk about my struggle with gluttony. My struggle with overeating and using food for more than just nutritional purposes. This is obviously an issue for many of us. As I was looking into some statistics, because I was just curious, I love statistics. Some of the statistics I found was there was a back in 2001, which I know has got to be way worse today because we just keep getting bigger as a nation. But Out of 2,500 clergy, 76% of them were overweight or obese compared to 61% of those outside the church or in a different profession. I found that very interesting. 20% of people have a higher rate of being overweight and having high blood pressure being inside the church versus outside the church. They did a study in 2011 that young adults who attend Bible study on a weekly basis are 50% more likely to be obese. I was like, wow, we're supposed to be 
the people that represent God, we should have a spirit of excellence about us and temperance. Self-control is one of, is one of the parts of the fruit of the spirit is to be self-controlled. One of the qualifications for an elder is to have temperance, to be self-controlled with food and drink. I mean, that is literally one of the qualifications. And so, and I'm sure if I did some more digging, I could do a lot more, um, research or get a lot more statistics of the obesity, especially today, figuring 20 some years later, 22 years later, how much worse it has gotten. But I'm just here kind of more to talk about my own struggles uh, with gluttony and overeating and using food for emotional support. I have always found that food has been something that I have always been drawn to as a young girl who was abused physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, and sexually, I found food to become a comfort quite quickly as a young girl. I have learned, I learned back then, you know, that it brought me pleasure. It helped dull the pain. Obviously it releases dopamine. And so it quickly became a vice for me personally. And then it just became a battle Ever since then, um, ever since I've been a young girl, I've always battled love, the love of food, the love, the pleasure that it gives me, the dopamine that it releases, all of those things that, um, you know, that people struggle with, with drugs or alcohol, uh, food was my vice. Always battling it throughout my my whole life, always battling weight loss and, and not trying to gain too much weight and, you know, just this constant up and down and just always going up and down in weight and you know, it was just, it was such a battle for me. I always knew like the word of God talks about gluttony. It talks about gluttony being a sin. And I know it's one of the reasons why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. A lot of people don't talk about that. We always want to talk about, though they were destroyed because of homosexuality. Well, actually Ezekiel 16, 49 also says that they were destroyed because of their gluttony, because they were lazy. They were prideful. They didn't care for the needy and the poor and the sexual immorality was obviously a huge issue as well, but we always want to dismiss the gluttony side of it. Like God is not okay with us overeating, overindulging, you know, nothing should have dominion over us. Paul says all things are helpful. All things are good, but nothing has control over him. And food has absolutely had its place of idolatry for me in my life where I love it. I obsess over it. I want to eat it. I, it brings me comfort and joy. Um, it's a false joy. It's not a real joy because, you know, just like with all sin, it feels good in the moment, but the consequences bring depression and sadness and shame, just like with any sin. You know, and I liked to hear how in Proverbs 23, 20 through 21, it says, do not associate with those who are that drink too much or eat too much. It says that they gorge themselves with meat. And it's not because of the meat. It wasn't that they were eating too much steak. It was they were eating too much food, period. They were gluttons. They were drinking too much. They were eating too much. And it says, man, that's going to take them to their poverty. Though maybe here in America, the eating too much has not taken us to our poverty, but it but does it make us spiritually poor? Is food, was food making me spiritually poor? And it was because I didn't have that temperance and that self-control. Food had become my God and my idol. 
And because it's so socially acceptable and it's the one thing like, you know, is churches, I can see why the churches have a higher rate of gluttony than the world because we've laid down the alcohol. We know not to do drugs. We know not to do these things. So what do we do? We just replace it with what's socially acceptable and that's overeating. We have all these potlucks. We we bring in all these desserts at every Bible study. We bring in all this food. Everything we do is surrounded by food. And because we don't talk about gluttony as being a sin, we don't really put it out there as the sin that it is that we do need to repent of, that we do need to um, discipline our bodies. You know, we're to discipline our bodies and bring it into subjection to, to the spirit of God. And I was not doing that. I was walking with it by the sin that still dwelt in me, the, the battle of the flesh between the flesh and the spirit. I had found myself just... Um, overeating, over uh, compensating, you know, not feeling feelings, but just using it as a vice. And I'll kind of get into that. So I'm going to give you three things that I have done to lose 55 pounds in six months. And, you know, first Corinthians six, two says that we are to, uh, we have been bought with a price that Jesus has, he had um, shed his precious blood for you and me. And we are to glorify him in our bodies. We are to glorify him. This, this precious gift that he has given us of salvation, this purchase that he gave up for us to be able to be born again and set apart as a people group for him. We then should be glorifying him in our physical bodies. We should be representing a God of you know balance, a God of temperance. And self-control. I guarantee Jesus was not overeating. He was not overindulging. He was not doing any of those things. He he walked a perfect sin, sinless life for sure. So he is our mentor and our pattern. We should also be imitating him as well with temperance and self-control. And I knew I wasn't doing that. And I knew that because being in any type of leadership in the church, of course, um, you know, men are elders, but as a Titus woman, as a woman who is to train up younger woman, women, as a woman who is to um, be that that Christ-like example to the younger women, and obviously uh, to the body of Christ, I felt like I was disqualified. I was disqualifying myself because I was not representing the temperance and the self-control that I should have been doing. And it's so easy to dismiss that because like I said, we are, we're kind of like all winking at it. Now we all justify it. And with, you know, over 60% or 76% of the church being overweight, well, then we're all kind of like in the same boat in the, in Corinthians, it says, if you compare yourself by yourselves, then you're a fool. So by me just going, well, we're all kind of doing it. It's just kind of normal. This is just how it is. I was justifying it. And so what had happened was in March of 2020, the great COVID that we all had to walk out and go through. And that was such a stressful time for many people. Um, it changed our lives in many ways. For me, it, it really wasn't stressful for me in a negative sense. It just became, I became very, very, very busy, even more busy than I already was. I was already running a ministry, have my, had my own business, obviously. And I was breeding dogs at the time and just all these things were going on. This was before COVID. And then 
little by little, you know, we, we kind of got rid of the breeding because it, the, the ministry started growing. So we weren't breeding the dogs anymore, but I still had my company and I, and then the ministry was growing, but by 2020, it just changed the dynamic of everything for us because as the churches shut down, we actually ramped up. We became more available to people. We started a house church. We were out on the streets and we were feeding people and, and trying to get food to those who were shut-ins to their homes and, and truckers who were out on the roads and couldn't get coffee and food. So we were, you know, making food and trying to take it to the rest areas and just doing all these things. And then, you know, because all the churches were shut down, there really wasn't any Bible studies and there wasn't really any church groups. We started finding more and more people were coming to us for discipleship, for Bible study, for, you know, worship, prayer, just everything that we, we needed during those times. And we ran a commercial cleaning company. So we were in essential COVID, obviously, because we had to sanitize and whatnot. And so a lot of our companies actually wanted us to, to spend more time or do extra sanitary precautions and, and all these things. And so we were just um, very, very, very busy during COVID. Well, I found myself feeding a lot of people and, and doing a lot of these things. I was doing a lot of cooking and, and running all the time. I mean, I ran seven days a week. It was, I, I, I can't even remember having one day that we didn't have something we were doing either work or ministry wise. And when you do that, when you're feeding a bunch of people and you're working all the time and you're running all the time, you're doing convenient foods. It's cheaper for us to make a big batch of rigatoni and bread and butter and a big bunch of sheet cakes. It's easy for us to put all that together and go feed the homeless or put all that together, go feed a trucker, put all that together, whatever, or I'm feeding a group of people. And so I found myself eating over processed foods, a lot of sugar and flour, a lot of fast food or convenience foods. And I quickly gained 45 pounds in the year of 2020, just by not, I wasn't fasting anymore because I was so busy. So I, I didn't have the discipline of fasting anymore. I started bringing in, like I said, all these convenience foods and processed foods and fast foods. And I was just eating too much of, of, of all of it and a lot because we were just always running. And then the more you eat that, it's just very addictive. It's very, um, it, it releases the dopamine. It gives you those quick energy spikes. And so I just found myself just in a whirlwind of that. So fast forward to, you know, 2022, which was last year. So like two years later, here I am, I'm 45 pounds, you know, heavier than I was before I had started, uh, before COVID had started. I was not taking care of my physical body at all. I'm overeating processed foods. A lot of things had happened in those two years. There was there was great loss in those two years. There was, you know, just a lot of uh, grief that had happened within that time, but I had no, I did not have time to really process it and deal with it uh, the way that I needed to, the way that my body needed me to. And so I'm using food as a coping mechanism, as a way to dull pain, as a way not to feel my feelings, and also to get those energy, those quick energy releases, not just emotionally a quick energy release, but also physically. Oh, so I'll never forget it. It was last summer. We had just we were putting on another uh, weekend retreat for some for the for married couples, and we had rented a um, big house and 
about a bunch of couples together and we spent four days just pouring into them, sowing into them, uh, how to have a, a godly marriage, how to, you know, just honor God with your marriage and just bring forth these beautiful teachings that my husband brought forth and spend time together or whatnot. And I'm doing what I normally do. I'm cooking for everybody. I'm take serving everybody. We're teaching, we're staying up late, all these things. I am just getting, starting to get very tired or I'm losing that stamina. I'm losing that strength. And I'm feeling my body start to really change to not physically, though it had changed physically, obviously, but just, you know, emotionally, just not being able to just handle the, the, the constant go day and night, day and night. And I remember looking at, you know, one of my, um, one of the women that were there and she was helping me cook and serve and what on, she was, she's a nurse and she's just really amazing when it comes to health and, and holistic health and taking care of our physical bodies. And, and I had already been talking to her for several months. She had kind of got me started walking again. I started kind of walking with her. Um, and I just remember looking at her that this one day, I think it was like Saturday. And I just looked at her and I said, I am about ready to hit a wall to feel it in my body. It was like, I felt like battery that was like getting ready to like literally die. Like the, like there was very little left in me and I, I knew it. I could tell that I was getting ready to hit a health crisis. I was getting ready to hit a wall. And she she, you know, of course she was very encouraging and, and it was giving me some great advice and things I could, I could do. And, um, I did, I ended up getting really sick the next day. It ended up being Sunday that I ended up getting so sick. And I felt like I had this really bad cold that kind of started my wall where I hit this wall. And I don't know if I had COVID. I don't know if I just had a really bad cold. I don't know, but I do know that I became very sick and just lost all energy, all strength. I could, anything that I would try to do, I couldn't do it for very long. I was running a weekly food pantry at the time and we were trying to, you know, even just getting up and, and going and picking up the food and then, you know, putting the food out and taking care of all the people, you know, we fed about, you know, two to 250 people a week um, with the food. And I was just, I had zero energy at all. And I had just really hit that wall. And I remember just praying and asking the Lord, like, I know that, you know, I have not been taking care of my physical body. I know that I have used food for more than the purposes that you gave it to us for more than nutritional. I know I've been running for you, Lord. And I guess I justified that because I was laying my life down for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I was laying my life down to serve other people, to love other people, to make sure that nobody else had needs around me. But unfortunately, I, my physical body was dying. I, emotionally, I was very happy. I, I love serving. I love laying my life down for people. I love doing the work of the ministry. N nothing brings me greater joy, but physically it was taking me down and I knew this. And so I just kind of kept praying and just like, I knew things that, you know, I could be doing, you know, but I just, I didn't feel like I had the strength to actually do it again. You know, I've been on the diet roller coaster my whole life. I've gone up and down in weight my whole life. And I just really felt like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm heading into, I'm heading into menopause. I, I don't, I feel so overwhelmed by everything that's on my plate to do. I thought, how in the world can I possibly lose 45 pounds? If it was easy to do, I would have done and did it. 
family. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it has blessed you in any way, would you give me 30 seconds and share it with a friend of yours? One more small little favor if you would. Head over to whatever podcast source you're listening to this on and give me a five-star review. That would be so great. It helps get the episodes out there to other people who may be wanting to learn God's word. Again, don't forget guys, until next time, it is a crockpot faith, not a microwave. With God's word, discipleship, and patience, you too will be transformed for his good work. Grace and peace, I leave with you until next time.